Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. Hey, are you all in a band? Do you need merch for shows? By now I'm sure you've seen all the Metal Forge patches that are available, along with many more. Well, the printer I use for those is UKR Patcher. Check them out on Facebook and Etsy. They do awesome custom work and for extremely affordable prices for any band budget. Check them out, UKR Patcher on Facebook and Etsy. Hey everyone, do you play tabletop games like D&D and Pathfinder? Well, hit up Eric at Imagination Studios. Uh, they do custom printing for all your minis for gameplay. Don't forget, they're a licensed Reaper, Artisan Guild, and more printer and dealer. Hit up ImaginationStudios502.com for more info. That's ImaginationStudios502.com. E-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N, Studios502.com. Presents Metal Fest Night, the Jeremy Wade No Cancer Fighting Weekend. 30 bands, two stages, two hellacious days. $15 per night or $25 for the weekend includes fishing and camping. Metal Fest Night, sponsored by Imperial Tattoos, the Bill TV Network, Dark Star TV, and Mike Taylor Sound. Hosted by Metal Forge Radio with special guest Cold Steel Rail, Shovelhead, You're the Gun, Two Pump Jump, Cross Joint, Overload, Juke Joint Revival, Fudge Knuckle, and SWP, Dustin Swagger, Nightshade, Celestial Serpent, Nothing's Wrong, Hidden Solace, Call Me Monster. Devil be my judge. Bastard sons of a Judas goat. Automalized Barry. Eat flat. Until the dead walk. Creature of exile. Eulogy of blood. Brainshaw. Metal Fest 9. At the Boondocks Event Center. Bringing havoc back to the farm. Friday, July 24th. Saturday, July 25th. In Shepherdsville, Kentucky. For more information, check it out on Facebook, Metal Fest 9, the Jeremy Wayne No Cancer Fighting Weekend. for tuning into the Metal Forge. I am Mark Jackson and I am your host. The premise of the show is pretty simple. Awesome interviews and awesome music. If you want to contact me, hit me up at metalforgeradio at gmail.com or visit the website metalforgeradio.com. And now, let's get this show on the road. What's going on, everybody? It is Friday, July the 3rd, and it is the Metal Forge, and I am your host, Mark Jackson. 
I hope everybody's doing well out there. But today I have uh, Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat coming onto the show. I'm going to be playing a couple of tracks from them, uh, talking to them about their upcoming Metal Fest 9 performance. Uh, and a few other things, you know, some albums and stuff like that. You know how this stuff goes. Uh, so, yeah, uh, having a good time. Now that summer's upon us and we've spent all of spring without uh, being able to go to any live shows other than streaming shows and stuff like that, what are your thoughts on going to some of these festival shows that are still happening? Like, for example, Shepherdsville, Kentucky Metal Fest 9 is happening here in a couple of weeks um, with over 30 bands. Um I know they're doing some stuff like uh, the uh, encouraging PPE and social distancing. I know they're going to do, um, more than likely, they're going to be uh, screening temperatures. There's a few other places in town that are doing the same thing, where they're going to be limiting their shows to, uh, one that I saw online, they were limiting it to 50 people, and they were doing all of the pre-sales. And if... You showed up to the show and you got you got your temperature taken and you had a fever. They were turning you away and reselling your ticket, but they were giving you the refund as well. Um, so, what what are your thoughts on some of that stuff? Shoot me a message, you know, on the Facebook page, on the the website, whatever. I, I just want to hear about it because, you know, back in uh, on the twenty seventh of June, uh, there was a concert in Tennessee, and it was a uh, Chase Rice country artist. And they hit an all-time high uh, day-to-day of COVID-19 breakout. It was 1,140 people. There was only allowing a maximum of 4,000 fans. But if you look at any of the pictures, there's no masks. There's no social distance. Nothing. There, You know, it, you go to a show and you're in the pit. Everybody's down in front. That's kind of how it was there. That's not going to fly uh, going forward. At least not for a while until there's a vaccine. Give me your thoughts on that. And just onward and upward, you know. I appreciate all you all for uh, tuning in, uh, the Patreon subscribers, you know, the th- the three or four of them that are there, like Ryan Tomes, Evan Walsh, and Sean Tyler. Um, I appreciate every one of you all. Uh, I know it's not much a month, but hey, it's a little bit of something, and after it builds up, you know, I'm able to get a new pair of headphones or whatever uh, to help promote the show. Anything f- to help promote the show, I can pay for ad funding for sponsored posts on facebook because of that and they fucking are awesome people and if you all want to feel like you can do that you know do a dollar dollar a month you know that's nothing it's a patreon.com slash metal forge radio um you get you you get mentioned on the shows you get you know you get a thank you and all that stuff um and there's other tiers on there as well uh stuff where you get swag like shirts and uh patches and stickers and all of that stuff um but yeah, I appreciate every last one of you who listen and subscribe. You know, that's the biggest thing is getting subscribers, you know, because the more people we can share this to, the bigger the show's going to get and the bigger giveaways I'm going to be able to do. And the next giveaway I have is going to be on the July 24th episode with Wraith. And I will also be coming on Facebook Live that day uh, from different points to do other things because I'll be at Metal Fest uh, 9 that day and we're going to be Overload's going to be performing Fudge Knuckle SWP so many awesome uh, local and regional bands to Kentucky uh, Indiana Um, there's a band from Tennessee there's a band from uh, Wisconsin coming in 
awesome. Have fun. All right, and I want to give you all some preface on this. Um, Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat are a doom noise-ish band. Um, we'll explain all that in the interview later on. So this first track is going to be long. So kick it in, uh, sit back, enjoy, uh, because there is going to be uh, some other stuff coming along, okay? Uh, but seriously, enjoy this. This song that I'm going to play... All right, and this is from the Hexahedron album from Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat. This is Venus.
and I am being joined on the phone with Josh and Chuck from Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat. Gentlemen, how are you today? Doing pretty good. Doing pretty good. Awesome. Uh, so how's summer treating you guys? I mean, I know everybody's just kind of been in a holding pattern with uh, COVID-19 and everything else. I mean, are y'all writing new material? Uh, yeah, we got some new material in the works. Um, a lot of heavy stuff. We're really excited to get it out there for everybody. That's stuff that we were started working on before uh, quarantine and all that stuff happened. And then, and, uh, and then it just got even better, didn't it? Because you had so much more time. <laughs> uh, actually, that was, you know, I, I'm a... I'm one of the essential people, so I haven't had any free time. Um, but with all the just the natural state of the world and everything it is, I think that that kind of feeds into into the writing process definitely. Understandable. Uh, I get that uh, essential worker stuff too. So in my in my day job, yeah, I wish I could be get, uh, getting together a lot more with the guys, but it's how it is. So. Mm-hmm. Tell everybody out there in Metal Forge land, how did y'all start? What is Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat? Tell everybody about that. That's your story. All right. Yeah, okay. Um, Well, uh, just to kind of sum it up a little bit, uh, a few years back, about eight, nine years ago, something like that, uh, I was in a band that fell to shit. Josh was in a couple of bands that fell to shit. And uh, our lives were in uh, a really kind of dark place at the time. And uh, we had been in another band a long time ago together. And uh, we started jamming and decided that uh, we wanted to do, you know, something doomy, something heavy, something a little different from what we've been doing from uh, other projects. And, uh, and yeah, it's it's been great, actually. But that's, that's pretty much the, the, the sum it up. There's a whole lot more there to it, but save that for the book. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, I'm looking at your Bandcamp page, and it looks like you all have, uh, what is that, four uh, albums slash EPs, singles? Yeah. It looks like there's Being, uh, Hexahedron, uh, Bitterroot, yeah, and uh, Noise in the Key of Death. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So how does the writing process with, with it work? I mean, because there's the, the two of you, correct? Yeah. Uh, usually, I'll jam out a riff on guitar and you know like just hanging around the house or whatever i'll come up with something and i'll shoot it to him across the phone and he'll kind of key that in his head and the next time we get together and practice we'll we'll just hash it out build off of it right on uh, so you are both from the same area uh yeah awesome. yeah, about, yeah we're uh, about 15 minutes apart originally but now we live in the same town Oh, right on. Well, because see, so many bands I've interviewed in the last uh, six to seven months on the show have had members like somebody will be in Chicago and somebody will be in Fort Wayne. Um, mm-hmm. So that that's always an interesting dynamic to ask. Um, what do you do? You actually get together to practice, or do you uh, FaceTime oh. practice? <laughs> oh no, we we actually get the FaceTime practice wouldn't work work for us. Um, we uh, we usually get together on Mondays or Tuesdays. Um, and I, I, I live like right down the road pretty much from, from where Josh lives. So it, uh, it makes it kind of easy, even in like, you know, shit weather, I'm usually able to make it over. And, uh, and yeah, we, we usually only have a couple hours, uh, when he gets home from work and stuff to, to, to play. So we pretty much don't waste much time. Uh, 
and just kind of hash everything out that we can. Definitely. And, uh, yeah. So out of the four releases that you currently have that are listed on the Bandcamp page, do you have a favorite song or release out of all of those? Do you want to go on this one? Or let me do it first. Um, well, it actually is a couple because uh, all of them, all of them have a special place in, in, in our hearts. I think um, they're, they're, most of the stuff is different from what we play live a lot of times, um, which confuses some people uh, because we also um, don't just do the uh, doom sludge. We also tap into like our, our noise stuff and ambient stuff. Right. Um, and Bitterroot is the only one out of all those. Uh, and that's one track. It's the only one we've ever played out live out of all those. Um, and uh, it's my favorite for the simple fact that it was uh, our first time really getting in a studio and and recording stuff the way that it's, you know, to be semi-professional, I guess. It's pretty fun. Yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. And then and I would also say my other one, though, uh, is uh, Noise in the Key of Death. That one's got some got some cool stuff on it. That's a little – it's a mixture of uh, – ambient noise and harsh noise and black metal and it's it was fun to record so th- those are mine yeah because i'm kind of noticing a trend of uh on on things that looks like they're 9 10 13 29 minute long songs yeah that's awesome because i don't think there's a lot of people around uh especially in the kentucky area there's only like there's a few that you could name on one hand that, yeah. that that do that and then I, i've always loved stuff like that because it's just like getting lost in the music and, oh, and, completely. and the noise and the you know what can you put in there yeah well it's not just what can you put in but what can you leave out you know we we definitely hit moments of minimalism just to give a breath to it all you know and then we also have a fifth release that's not on Bandcamp anywhere and it was a limited release cassette that was a weird noise live mixing session that we did. It was like 64 minutes of mm-hmm. absolute insanity. Yeah. It was, it was only released on cassette. Yeah. yeah it, it, we couldn't release it uh, on Bandcamp because we, we kind of used some samples we weren't sure of. Ah, but, uh, right on. Yeah, it, was called, it was called Genesis. So if anybody's listening has Genesis, keep a hold of it. It's cool. Yeah, if anybody has a copy that they want to get rid of, uh, hit me up because <laughs> I want to hear it. There's a lot of people that want to get rid of it after they listen to it, but <laughs> no, because I'd like I'd like to hear it. You know, if you could have written a song or an album from somebody else, what would it be? Like if we could write something that's already out, like yeah, it, it yeah, fun? something. It's a it's that thing of damn. I wish I wrote that. Oh, what would it be for you? Damn. That is, that's a tough one. I know because there's so much stuff that means so much to people. I mean, I could I could go off and be stereotypical and be like, you know, the the original Black Sabbath song, oh, like you know. But I, mostly people that, just or, say Master of Puppets. <laughs> well, yeah, but you know, like because I, I could I could also say like you know, Dope Smoker from Sleep. Ooh. Uh, and maybe I, I don't know, maybe an AC album. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think? You got any ideas? That's that's, that's that is a tough one. Because I mean that, that's that's something. It's like you know when you're in those moments and like you're hanging out with your friends or whatever, or you're listening to whatever, and you're like, man, that is such a cool riff. I wish I I could have done that. Whatever. 
So like in the right moment, I'd be able to like probably name 20, but at the moment I can only name a couple that, that come to mind. Understandable. I, yeah, yeah. I dig that. Yeah. Why music? Why not? Yeah, exactly. Uh, I start off, um, I've always been artistically involved. Like that's just who I am and what I do. Uh, I went to school for art and studied photography and sculpture and all this crap. And nothing was ever really getting out what I wanted to get out. And I'd always dabbled a little bit with guitar. And then finally just all the pieces kind of fell together, got a band together and realized that, well, this is it. This is, this is how I can give a voice to all the things that's inside or, you know, all the thoughts that I'm feeling or whatever, you know, and so the, yeah, that's that's why. I, I got I gotta say, uh, talking about Josh being artistic, is the fact that uh, he also is the one that that has designed uh, our covers, uh, as well as our our merchandise and things of that nature. So, yeah, it definitely comes in handy. Um, but I, I've also got to say though, like when it comes to like to add on to like pop music, uh, I, I growing up I was like screaming at people. To be perfectly honest, and uh, up until this band, that's all I did was do vocals, and um, I didn't actually consider myself a drummer until a couple of years ago. And we've been we've been in a band for eight nine years together now. Oh wow! You know, and now I, I understand the power of the beat <laughs> and screaming at the same time. Definitely, which is, which is fun. It it really is, and I think it's one of those things that you know. I think that's what we all have to go through when we find our musical identity is. Mm-hmm where where we start and where we end up yeah i never thought i'd be a drummer in a band i i i I fuck around on guitar i fuck around on bass i can pretty much fuck around with whatever like instrument you put in front of me um whether it'll be good i can't promise that (laughs) but i i I have been known to 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 throw out a few riffs here and there that aren't too bad and um yeah but i've i've tried playing string instruments in other bands and i'm i'm not good with bass on guitar 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 like i just i'm horrible drums and vocals that's pretty much where i come from with that <laughs> we've actually we've definitely used you know chuck you've you've played guitar and bass on some of our recordings you mm-hmm. know structured songs around that yeah um, i'm not good at anything except for guitar and noise and synth but and the occasional vocals it can get me there but Still work on it. Yeah. <laughs> right on. So you said you'd never uh, thought about playing drums in a band before. Did you play drums before this band? Uh, yes. Because um, I, I started playing music when I was like 10. Uh, I was given a guitar. And here's the bad part. I was given a guitar at 10. Uh, got an electric guitar at like 13. Didn't learn how to play them in tune. Until I was like 25. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I just I just didn't care. Like I, you know, but uh, yeah, I I never really. I was like, okay, I'll just scream. I've been in probably about five six bands since I was like 15, and it just I was always told I was a good front man, and also like playing drums because I, I kind of like being able to do something besides just doing vocals. Instead, because like a lot of times just doing vocals, I'm wandering around stage, not having any clue what I'm doing. <laughs> okay. I mean, I, me being a vocalist, uh, somewhat of a vocalist, I should say, I kind of get that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, 
what inspires you to write music? Pretty deep inspires, question. Inspires to write music, man. Um, misery, <laughs> self-loathing. That's pretty much that. That was pretty much the uh, inner struggle. Um, that's pretty much what, what what kind of keeps us motivated. As as fucked up as that sounds, it's uh, it's almost kind of the type of negative mindset to a degree. You know, it's like, okay, feeling this way. This is this is just our mindset. This is just where we are. Let's use it to a positive instead of the negative. Right. And uh, you know, it's sonic therapy. Definitely, I can relate yeah. to that a hundred percent. Yeah. Do you listen to yourselves musically? Not as a critique factor, as like. Do you pop something in the MP3 player, CD player, whatever, and just say, just chill out and listen to it? This is a yes or no answer because yes, I do. Josh, no, I'm pretty sure. Uh, do we listen to our own stuff on our like our own time, not for critiquing? Just yeah, no, no. Uh, I, I I listen to our stuff uh, frequently, um, just because I mean I I I really enjoy it, and also when writing. I put it on because it really pushed in that mindset. Uh, Josh, why don't you listen to our music? <laughs> um, I don't. I, I don't know. I, I guess because I like playing it better than listening to it. Um, it's definitely listenable. Like I don't ever feel like oh this is crap. Why would anybody listen to that? Like that never comes across my mind. But um, no, I, I'd rather play it. So at the end of the day, I'm just gonna sit there and play it. So listen. Okay. I guess maybe I, I want to listen to it a lot. There you go. <laughs> right on. I can I can definitely dig that. It's one of those things to me that's just like, you know, you would rather play it versus listen to it uh, because it's part of the the being an artist thing. I believe. Mm-hmm. I can well, I can relate to that. I, I like the uh, I like the feel of it. You know, we get we get plenty loud. Um, we tune pretty low, so there's you can feel it hit you in the chest. It's nice. Absolutely. So when you, um, uh, Chuck, when you were saying that you like to listen to it before writing, is that mm-hmm. to catch a flow to build something into something else? Uh, well, writing is, I write stories and stuff too. So I, I, I like to listen to ambient, dark sounding stuff. And I feel like if the music we're playing helps me in that, like in, in the regard of playing music as well as be able to get that out. It could also help me in, uh, in writing my weird little scary stories. If you could have played any concert from days gone past, like, you know, a Woodstock and Isle of Wight, uh, Donington festival walking, what would you want to play? Hmm. There's a couple for me. I think mainly I would have liked to have played, uh, one of the house core, one of the Phil and Zomo's things. I would like to play uh, the house core, uh, show or whatever it was called that'd been cool i'd like to have opened up for pink floyd at pompeii yeah (laughs) yeah yeah wow (laughs) i don't know it would sound like shit but it'd be fun as fuck you know metal fest would be fun (laughs) yeah what's that i said metal fest would be fun too yeah that's uh that's coming up here in a couple of weeks uh july 24th 25th uh at the uh, Boondocks Event Center in Shepherdsville, Kentucky, if anybody is going to be there, 
you know, come on out. Uh, you're welcome to wear your PPE and all that stuff. Just like I said uh, last week, don't throw that shit on the ground. Uh, dispose of it properly because nobody wants to be uh, having to pick that shit up. Um, so, yeah, well, real quick though on that, that is going to be really interesting. I'm really curious about this because this will be the first show. We were, we were originally supposed to have three shows uh, in July, and they were all canceled, obviously. Right. Uh, and then I was asked by, by Alan if uh, about us playing, and it was kind of like, all right, well, let's, we'll we'll see where things are at that moment. We'll we'll say yeah. Um, so I I think we're we're both really curious on how it goes with the you know, uh, social distancing and people wearing masks and not wearing masks and and all that stuff. I don't know. That I I don't know. You 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 might see us leave the uh, merch booth. You might not. Understandable. Uh, <laughs> same thing for me because you know my band's playing that show and I'm going to be there doing interviews with other bands for metal uh, for the Metal Forge and all that. So it's definitely going to be an interesting weekend for sure. Uh, yeah. Do you have any like awesome surprises you want to you want to tell us about for that show? You are you going to play like one song the entire deal or we could we, we could uh, we, we, we joked could. about it. We, we actually we have one that I would absolutely love to get in the works, and it's it's a juggernaut. It's about a thirty minute juggernaut, but nice. I don't think it's gonna be ready by then. Uh, we will be. Uh, we've got what at least one new one. At least one we'll new one down. Yeah, and then we've got a new shirt that'll be available that I did the art for, and I love it. And I, that might I don't know be patting my own back, but. Uh, I think hey, yeah, yeah. hey, I am a merch hound when it comes to stuff like that. I love shirts. Uh, trouble is, most bands do not get them in my size. So, but I love patches, uh, love buying albums, all kinds of stuff. So, the more merch for you know, the better, in my opinion. Well, then come see us at the show, then <laughs> definitely. Take a hey, why not? You know, <laughs> I will definitely be there for sure. Um, when you all do perform, is there a, is there a, um, I don't know, I'm not familiar with your live show per se. Um, mm. Do you, is there any city or venue that you say, I love this place and I will play there no matter what? Um, I mean, I, God. There, I mean, I, there, there's a few places I like to play. I mean, not, We've we've only played, honestly, we've only played like a a few different venues. You know, with the time we've been playing shows live. Um, Highland Tap Ring is super fun place to play. Highland Highland's always always good to us. People are always good. It's always a fun time. Uh, almost to the point where uh, I have to pretty much be like thrown into the car to leave because I don't want to leave a lot of times. Right. Well, nobody Mag wants to leave. That nobody Mag wants to leave the tap. You know, <laughs> right, right. Uh, Magbar is the, is the other one that that uh, that we always have a good time at, and we, we play a lot. Yeah, it has a homey feel. Everybody Definitely. knows your name. Cheers. Yes, very much so, and I'll agree with the Magbar on that. I do like to ask the uh, the general questions. Do you have a favorite film? I do. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the original. Nice. At least you didn't say the remake. I mean, I like the remake. I thought it was a good remake, but. I uh, I definitely prefer Gunnar Hansen as my leather face. I agree. And I'm a Hooper fan, so awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, one of those. Um, 
I think that my two defaults are always going to be Shaun of the Dead and Fight Club. Those are two good fun. But we can't yeah. talk about the second one, though. Okay. <laughs> of course. Okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> cheap, cheap pop. Yeah, that's what this is. That's what the show is all about: is getting a cheap pop from somebody. I'm sure. So. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, uh, do you have a favorite food? Uh, mine is going to be. I'll take a cheeseburger over a steak. You know, I'm going to go with that too. I really like Chinese food, but I'm a big burger guy. So yeah. Right on. Do you do? Do you all do any of the like the burger challenge things or anything like mm-hmm. that? No, but after we leave a show, we find McDonald's and have van burgers. <laughs> we, we pick out on burgers after a good night of uh, a flan. That's a that's a ritual. <laughs> you know, that's that's one of the things that I've noticed. It's either two things. It's either, you know, the McDouble or Taco mm-hmm. Bell. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty much the entire uh, the band. The band. I'm a big Taco Bell guy, but I'll take a McDouble. Right on. Away from too far away from our families. Yeah, yeah, really. <laughs> uh, do you have an ultimate jam? And by ultimate jam, what I mean uh, if is the one song or album that constantly, no matter what it is, it could be you could be happy, you could be sad, you could be pissed, that always comes back to your uh, your media player. Bar X, Rock and Them. I'm sorry. Bar X, Rock, Rock and Them. Right on. I would, God, there's a couple, but uh, I think I'll name an album that actually really inspired this band, um, the band The Body, their uh, their self-titled album. That that's that's one I play uh, religiously. Um, it, yeah, that one. Awesome! I'll have to check that out. I've not, I'm not familiar with that. Do you have a Spinal Tap moment? Do we have Spinal Tap moments? Yes. Do you have a Spinal Tap moment you would like to share? Nothing, nothing too ridiculous, but there's, well, okay, actually, here's a good one. Um, we were, we were supposed to be playing, uh, a show here, here in our, our hometown here, uh, at this little venue, um, during court day. And we had planned something different. We were going to play, uh, like half like noise, like harsh noise stuff. And then, uh, I was going to hop on the drums and we were going to go into like our doomier stuff. And when we were getting ready to do the exchange from noise to drums and stuff, uh, Josh's amp wouldn't work. And it was just, it was, it was one of those moments where you're just like, Oh, this is, this is a tad embarrassing. But, uh, that's, that's the one that comes to mind for me is just the, the amp just not wanting to work. And then it didn't end up being something just ridiculous. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, it's like you feel gypped and you're like, this is a bunch of bullshit. Oh yeah. It's completely <laughs> Right, oh, that's that's always the worst. Amp problems with if you're a guitar player or a bass player. I I hate it. Yeah, because <laughs> then there's nothing more embarrassing. I don't think you can slip and fall down, and there's nothing, yeah. and that that's fine. You know, because people are just like, "Holy shit, dude, are you okay? Your bass your bass goes out." They're like, "We can't hear you." <laughs> it's like fuck that shit. <laughs> Our uh, our first show that we played at Green Lantern in Lexington, uh, I could not figure out why I could not get any sound. You know, because I was just I was kind of racked with nerves and everything. Looked down, eventually after 
messing with all my cables and everything, I realized that my tuner was still on. Oh. So, that, you know, that was a good People liked it, though. They didn't even pay attention to that. They, they liked it. <laughs> that was a good set. That was a good set. like, what, one or two times I got to play there? But, it, yeah. but, it, but as long as people like it, that's that's all that matters, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. That, outweigh, that outweighs everything. Mm-hmm. You know, slip, fall, uh, pull your cords out of your amps, people are into it. It doesn't matter. It's the way I've always seen it. Uh, what is your greatest achievement as a musician? Hmm. Greatest achievement as a musician? Uh, honestly, this band. And the reason I say that is because every band before this one, where something didn't work out and the band broke, broke, broke up or I was kicked out or whatever, I've quit music so many times it's ridiculous. So the fact that I'm doing this and loving doing it is, a, is, a, is, it's, and I've still got the bug for it. It's an accomplishment to me, the fact that I've actually progressed as a musician, as a drummer and all that stuff, as well as a vocalist, and I'm still doing it, and uh, I'm using it uh, for positive instead of uh, being a negative Nancy Nancy about it. Right on. That answers that question for me. What do you think? Yeah, I I agree with that completely. Um, This band has been great in in the sense of previous experiences have been really good, and I've enjoyed working with the people that I have, but we actually have this really nice workflow and being the two of us two pieces there's this really nice dynamic it's a yes or no there's not five people you gotta run an idea by you know it's like hey does this riff work yeah it works fuck it let's rock it then you know and there's there's something really liberating about that fun and it it, i think it comes through with what we do um as far as most recently i think a, a small achievement is we very, I don't know when that, I don't even remember when that was, but when we actually got to finally play out of state. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Small things, but, but we were in, yeah, uh, in southern Indiana. Yeah, yeah. That was, that, was, that was cool with a lot of good bands, too. So, Arbor for the Blonde and Yolji and Bud and those love, guys. Love those guys. Saul yeah. and Rochelle yeah, yeah. and, yep. Yeah. 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 Had a we had a blast. <laughs> we had a, we had we had a. I probably had too much fun, but I had a blast. We both had a blast. Definitely. And both of those bands have been on the Metal Forge before. You can check their stuff out in the archives. Nice. So, hell yeah. Um, a couple more questions. Yeah. Um, I'm going to take one from uh, James Lipton. Do you have a favorite curse word? Is he, I mean... It's either fuck or god damn it, because I'll say them both frequently. <laughs> right on. Yeah, uh, mine's probably going to be fuck. Awesome. I mean, hey, it's simple and to the point, right? Yeah. Fuck. I get it. Awesome. <laughs> um, and now the final question is, if heaven or hell exists, what would you like to hear when you arrive wherever it is you think you're going? <laughs> Hmm. Is this like kind of the same thing as a your wrestling entrance song or what? Yes, <laughs> it, it, this is your WrestleMania entrance. <laughs> right. Wherever it is you think you're going, what do you want to hear? That's 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 uh, <laughs> that's tougher than the the one about which album you wish you wrote. Um, I mean, for one, I, I guess if, if it was if I go to heaven, not I don't even I don't even know what I believe. Uh, I don't know. I guess I would 
hope that they that it would be taken account that that it'd be said to me, "You've been good. You make a choice. Which where would you rather go? I don't know." And uh, if I go to hell, it exists. I'm hoping I'm hearing Slayer, Rain and Blood, on repeat. Why can't Slayer be in heaven? Well, I mean, I get. I mean, what striper? No, no, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I don't really know. I don't know. I, I thought I had something clever to say. I really don't. <laughs> Molly, I, I, Molly Hatchet flirting with disaster. No. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, not not at all. <laughs> I, I'd be okay with like, I don't know, a lot of Earth. I think that that'd be a good tranquil way to enter a place and fill it out. Yeah. Right on. So tell everybody out there how they can get a hold of you, how they can go buy music, merch. Tell everybody yep. about that. We're on Spotify. Um, apparently, I think we're on Apple, so you can buy stuff there. Um, maybe Amazon. I don't know. Uh, Bandcamp, obviously. Uh, Facebook. Facebook will forever and always be our easiest way to get a hold of us. And that's, you know, our most current going on. I think you've got an Instagram set up for us. Yeah. Uh, we've been dormant, unfortunately, through all this. Just yeah, we really haven't. Because we were planning to take all this time to to build and write. Before any of this stuff happened, we were planning to use these few months to just really gather our strength and come out this summer hard hit. And then everything happened. And, of course, I was, like I said, I was forced to work in and, and we've not just had the time to do it. So it kind of sucked the, the wind out of ourselves, you know? Yeah. Uh, right. Facebook, Facebook, Bandcamp, Spotify. Yeah. We appreciate each and every listen and play and spin that you'll give us a chance on. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot of long play stuff. Like you mentioned, it's not all palatable. Um, Cause it is noise. There's, there's, you know, different walls in there, but there's also some very meditative drones, you know, that are nice. So, and, and going back to the Facebook thing, we, uh, that also that like like you said is the best way to get a hold of us, and it, it is. Um, it's also if you if you see some some merch or you know are asking about merch, hit us up on there, and then we'll figure out the rest because we don't really have a store set up or nothing yet. Uh, we YouTube, I think people have posted videos of us on YouTube, and that's There's, a great way to see what we do live because again, what we do live yeah. is so different than what we have up online which is stupid but that's just us uh, yeah there's videos on, on the facebook page as well but there's there's some there's some good ones on the on youtube definitely uh, yeah uh can, can i go ahead and can i, can I, can I uh, shamelessly plug my podcast real quick absolutely okay uh i do a podcast um uh, called the nasty nation um it's part of the romero pictures any brigade uh community um and uh, I also do a it, – it's also connected with Nasty Nation, and it's called Graveyard Talk. And basically uh, talk about a little bit of everything that's horror-related, uh, sometimes music as well. Um, and uh, you can find that on Spotify, Anchor, Pocket Cast, uh, and a bunch of places. Um, so, yeah, there's that too. <laughs> right on. Now, do you want to give any shout-outs to anybody before we go today? Uh, shout-outs? Yeah, like, no. 
No. <laughs> Not that I can think of. No, uh, no hi mom or anything or uh, or you know any fuck yous you want to tell anybody? Oh, we won't. We won't go there. <laughs> There's plenty of fuck yous, my friend, but. But we're not gonna we're not gonna go there. We're not gonna go there. Um, but no, no, no real shout outs around that. Shout out to all the people ever. Thank you. Yeah. Anybody that ever listened to us and liked us and all still likes us. Yeah. You guys know now? <laughs> all right. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. Um what do y'all want to what do you all want me to play of your all stuff? Oh. Uh yeah, yeah. Uh, how many songs are you talking? Um, I can play whatever you want me to play. Um, well, something off noise of the key, noise in the key of death. Uh, which track are you? I'm talking to Josh here. He's looking. Sky. Yeah, the uh, sky and earth is a good one, and then uh, murky, nasty, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, for shits and giggles, if you want to play anything else off that album, go right ahead, too. It's awesome. Awesome. Well, here it is. This is from Noise in the Key of Death. This is going to be of Sky and Earth from Bastard Sons of a Judas Goat.
Since 1973, Tattoo Charlie's has been an established body modification studio in Kentucky. Featuring world-renowned artists and piercers, currently with locations on Preston Highway and in Lexington. A staple point in the tattoo community. Learn more at TattooCharlie's.com. Set up your appointment today at 7904 Preston Highway. Our tattoos are done while you wait. Hey, are you all in a band? Do you need merch for shows? By now I'm sure you've seen all the Metal Forge patches that are available, along with many more. Well, the printer I use for those is UKR Patcher. Check them out on Facebook and Etsy. They do awesome custom work and for extremely affordable prices for any band budget. Check them out at UKR Patcher on Facebook and Etsy. Hey everyone, do you play tabletop games like D&D and Pathfinder? Well, hit up Eric at Imagination Studios. Uh, they do custom printing for all your minis for gameplay. Don't forget, they're a licensed Reaper, Artisan Guild, and more printer and dealer. Hit up ImaginationStudios502.com for more info. That's ImaginationStudios502.com. E-M-A-G-I-N-A-T-I-O-N Studios502.com. Kentucky. For more information, check it out on Facebook. Metal Fest 9, the Jeremy Wayne No Cancer Fighting Weekend. <laughs> 